Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. All right, happy Sunday, Vikings Bentline. That's right, the most interactive show in Minnesota Vikings land, powered by our friends. That's right, powered by our friends at Surly Brewing Company. Some of the best beers there are. Obviously, the Surly IPA, Fury, uh, the Surly Furious, one of the best IPAs out there. I like me an extra Citra. Shout out to our friends at Surly Brewing, who have now jumped on board of, uh, of Vikings Event Line, as well as Purple Daily, where we bring you content seven days a week on your podcast and on our YouTube channel as well, plus bonus episodes from After Dark. Stay tuned later tonight uh, on Sunday evening, and we will also have a After Dark episode recapping what happened against the Vikings and Broncos in the first preseason game. Phil Mack will join Judd Zolgad and myself to break that down. My guy Jake is going to join me here for Vikings Event Line here in just a little bit, but obviously he's a little bit of show logistics if this is the first time you have discovered vikings vent line thank you for discovering us hit that subscribe button again we bring you at least seven days a week of content well there's seven days a week at least seven videos a week uh right here on this youtube channel and, and if you want more of your podcast feed hit that like button give us five stars on apple spotify scorenorth.com wherever where you find your podcast and uh and we will gladly be pumping out Minnesota Vikings content. We're a month away from the NFL season. I'm sure my guy Jake will have a plenty to talk about here in just a little bit. And if you'd also like to get in on a future episode of Vikings Ventline, shoot me an email, vikingsventline at gmail.com. We do have a couple more off-season episodes with myself on these Sundays uh, that we'd love to get to. So shoot me an email, vikingsventline at gmail.com, and I'll put you in the queue. And then once the regular season starts, for those who have discovered Purple Daily in just the last six to eight months, we do a live Vikings vent line show immediately after the game ends. So the moment that game ends, Phil Mackey, Judd Zogad, and myself, we hop into this room. We bring you guys on the screen with us, and we go around and we talk about the game, sometimes for good, sometimes for worse. Uh, but we will gladly still do that. We're going to do that after every single Vikings game this season. We get a bonus one because obviously it's a 17-game schedule. So if you'd like to get in on a future episode of a Vikings vent line, please shoot me an email, vikingsventline at gmail.com. All right. Get my guy Jake in here. Jake is calling just from uh, the Minnesota-Iowa border, but he is still a Vikings fan. Uh, obviously, you can tell by his, uh, is that Anthony Barr we got rocking yep. So Rogers walks into a bar. Yep, love it. That's right, that's right. Uh, oh, and also, real quick, too. Oh, yeah, look at this guy. Look at this pro. Surly IPA. And this is the first, he told me off mic, this is the first time he's trying it. What do you think of it, Jake? What do you think of the Surly Furious? Give us a review here. I can say as a guy that's not really a big IPA guy per se, mm -hmm. this is actually one of my favorites. I mean, yeah. I like just the flavors of it. It does have that like IPA 
pop to it, but it's not yeah. like soap. Yep. So. Yeah, some of those IPAs, I feel you, some of those IPAs can taste a little soapy, not not necessarily furious. They're one of the best around. Mm-hmm. I, I like the extra citra. I like the Supra. Uh, they have some damn good beers, and that's really Furious IPA, the one that started it all, now sponsoring Purple Daily Programming, and Jake just rocking the product placement here for us on this Sunday of Vikings event line. Uh, Jake, thanks for coming on, man. I'm excited to talk some Purple with you. I know you said you had a lot of notes uh, to get to as well. We obviously bring up, I bring you up a few questions here, so we'll start with this one because we've been talking about the last few days. Uh, keep in mind, we, I do pre-record this show on a Friday. So if something has happened since this is aired, we'll obviously get to it and we'll talk to it on mm-hmm. another episode of Purple Daily. Yep. But uh, should the Minnesota Vikings sign an offensive lineman? I mean, for my God, uh, Christian Derrissaw is claiming, they're claiming he's going to be ready week one. I don't know if I believe that. Wyatt Davis seems to be behind the depth chart just in general. Rashad Hill even uh, went down on Friday's practice. Uh, there's Russell Okung is out there. I mean, you no, know, Mitchell Schwartz is out there. there. There's still some offensive lineman out there. I don't know how you feel about this line going into the week one of the NFL season here in about three, four weeks, uh, Jake, but should the Vikings go out and at least address the sign or trade at least for one more offensive lineman? For me, yes. Because of what you just said there with all the injuries that we've been having recently, and have you heard the latest on Rashad Hill? I haven't heard a lot about that. I just kind of heard from you guys that yeah, you got you got banged up, um, and I don't know if he'll play uh, in the preseason game, but I know he got banged up. All righty, so at this point, we almost have to because it's like we really just don't have a lot of offensive linemen, and I really don't want to pull up, like, well, who was it, 2016, like when we pulled Jake Long off the street and literally yeah. plucked him in that week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, if we can avoid that at all costs, that would be nice, but – Yeah, basically, long story short, yeah. I feel like at the very least, we should just get a couple of these guys in or kind of look at the waiver wires and just kind of see who is available. Because, again, I you you know how our offensive line's been these last few years. It's basically been like one of those mall revolving doors or those like (laughs) old-fashioned saloon doors where it's just like, come on in, D-line, you know? And, of course with Kirk Cousins, who has the awareness of a sloth in January. I mean, (laughs) you know, we need all the help we can get there. So, yeah, at the very least, just bring in some bodies to kind of help either fill the gap until we can get Derisaw back or, like, Wyatt Davis or, like, actually get the pieces going. Or even just, you know, kind of like with what our defense has, a lot of one-year starters, just get some guys there just to kind of help shore up the line until we get those guys completely healthy and can get them up to speed. Yeah, I, I, I would think it'd be very beneficial if they can go out and sign someone and, and you know, maybe as they watch more of these preseason games and preseason practices that they're going to realize that. I think Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer are forward-thinking enough to know that they can't just roll the dice and, and say, let's have a shaky, if not even worse, offensive line <laughs> than they had in 2020. You bring up a good point that when rosters get cut down here in a couple weeks to 53, will someone get cut? That was a surprise. Will they end up trading a draft pick to acquire someone? Um, time will tell. But I, I just think in general, whether whether you're a Kirk Cousins fan or not, I mean, Kirk deserves better than what the heck they're giving him um, to start the to start the season. So I, I'm with you, man. I think they got to go out and get something on the offensive line, just get beefier there and protect Kirk. Yeah, because again, especially with, like, I mean, out of all the stuff I've been hearing and I've even reported on, like, you know, my social medias and channel and stuff like that, too. It's this is a make or break year because of all the talent we have on offense, you know, 
and not to mention our defense, too. I mean, there's no reason this shouldn't be a very, very good year for us. Even with Rodgers being in the division, even with, you know, Justin Fields popping up out of nowhere, you know, there's no reason we shouldn't be competitive in the NFC North this year. I agree. I think it's going to be mostly a slugfest. And towards the end, I'll ask you your your win total here. But I, I, I don't see a situation in the North, at least, even with Rodgers back too and, and Justin Fields, who's apparently turning some heads in Bears training camp. Um, I, I only see like one double-digit win team, and I don't even know if I see it. You know, it might just be nine wins wins this division. Everyone else just beats up on each other. Yeah, I, I could see that too because the NFC North was nicknamed the Black and Blue Division for a reason. Right. Exactly. So um, let, let's we'll keep it rolling here on Vikings Vent Line, and uh, you know we have we have Mr. Mankato picks that we do every year, and also there's still other you know players like Herb Smith has shown up before, and I'm just kind of curious too, Jake, who is someone that you really wanted to take the next step this preseason, or is it a rookie? Is it a second year or third year player? Who is one player that you've been keying in on this preseason that you want to see more of and make a big impression uh, before the regular season starts? Well, for me, there's a couple of people. For me, the one that I need that I really want to see actually succeed is Oli Udo, just because he's probably going to be one of our starters on the offensive line. And I know that he's a relatively young lineman. If I remember right, he's our starting right guard, correct? Yes. So, and we all know how, uh, again, our interior line has been Q Pat Elf line, but it's just like, so for me, I want to see. How does like how well is he progressing? How is his you know pass blocking? Because a run blocking isn't that bad, and thankfully with guys like Nwangu, who's yep. in my opinion probably been the star of preseason so far for me, from Iowa State by the way, not too far away from me, yeah, a few hours you, away. Are you a Hawkeye? Are you a Cyclones fan? Excuse me. Well, I actually I'm weird enough. I actually root for most of all the Iowa teams just because, well, you know, around here, we really don't get a lot of national publicity, sure. you know, being Midwest and all that stuff. But yeah. And even, you know, Smith Marset too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for me, I'd have to say the biggest impression that I need to see is Ole Udo, just for that reason, because all of our linemen are going down as well as for me, the most impressive guy so far would be Nwangu. And all that stuff. So, and of course, special mention to whoever wins the kicking game because, well, I don't need to go into that much right. further. Damn you, Walsh. Yeah, That's all I, I'm going to say. It, it sounds like Greg Joseph has it locked down. And I know they had the Rally Patterson kid um, who's coming off an injury. Uh, Joseph's looked decent in training camp. Judge said, I believe, unofficially, you know, they've, he's made 30 out of 36 kicks. That's about 85%. Um, he's hit all of his ones from 50, which is good. Just, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? Yeah, one job, kicker. You just got one job, as we know. And that's sometimes that one job and that one little chip shot can still cause us agony, and we're still talking about it five years later. So, well, you want to know what? You. One last thing real quick before we move on with that is, think about how difficult that actually is, though. Like, mm-hmm. you are, like, you're walking up there for, like, a 50-yard field goal to win the Super Bowl with right. thousands of people watching you, you know? And all it takes is one small mess up. Yeah. And you're literally like pitchforked out of town. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's one of those positions that's a very thankless job. Mm-hmm. So, it's a volatile position, man. There's a lot of pressure. There's no, it, it's a mental, mental, mental position. Uh, mm-hmm. It totally is. And, 
And when you have someone like Mike Zimmer who just despises kickers as it is, it can make it even more difficult. Um, going back to your preseason guys too, I think Ole Udo, yeah, that was Phil's guy too. We said earlier this week to give him a chance, and maybe there is something there. You know, he's been here a couple years now, and he's known the system, and maybe there is something. There's a diamond in a rough there. I need to see it. Uh, I can't just give him a benefit of the doubt and just say, yeah, he'll be fine in the offensive line. I mean, he's barely played. He's only, I think he right. played a week 17 snap, you know, two years ago when the Vikings already clinched a playoff spot. But outside of that, he really hasn't touched the field too much. Um, with Nuwangu, uh, that was my Mr. Mankato pick as well. I, the dude looks like he's going to be awesome on kick returns. You know, um, in general, the Vikings like to use three running backs. You know, they've used mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook. They've used Alexander Madison. Uh, Kenny Nwangu has also looked like he's going to replace Mike Boone. So I, I can see situations where they'll still get um, uh, uh, all three of those running backs run. And then finally, yeah, Amir Smith-Marset. He's in competition for that third wide receiver job with K.J. Osborne and in general might be a punt guy too. So I think in, it's kind of funny that Christian Darrison and Wyatt Davis were the two guys everyone was talking about to be penciled in day one starters. And so far through the first, what, two weeks of training camp, it's actually been Nwangu and Amir Smith-Marset are the two dudes who have been showing up the most. Yeah. But, I mean, I just didn't realize that the Darisaw injury was as bad as it is. And, again, like you know, you know, you know how Mike Zimmer is when it comes to that. He definitely doesn't beat around the bush. If he's upset, he'll let you know. Yeah, so. seriously, no doubt. Um, you did earlier, uh, Jake, bring up the defense, and I, I have trepidations about this. I, I think it's obviously improved. I think it's improved. It's for sure. Yeah. They were 30th last year. They were one of the worst defenses in the NFL. They had injuries. They had rookies. They had inexperience, ineffectiveness. COVID situation, everything was working against them. I give them the benefit of the doubt there. They went out to get Patrick Peterson. They get Dalvin Tomlinson. Michael Pierce looks like he's a beast. Xavier Woods should be a nice safety along Harrison Smith. That's all gravy. I I think they have made improvements, but I think it's a little far-fetched to just assume that they go back to being a top 10 unit like they typically under Mike Zimmer. I think Zimmer's a hell of a defensive coach, and he he can milk out a lot of stuff. I just don't know if it can be top 10 again. I don't know what you think. What do you do? You think this Vikings defense can return to what it should be and also be another top ten unit again, like it usually is under Mike Zimmer? Yeah, I mean, there's no reason why it can't. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, granted, at the end of the day, I'm also not gonna be one of those guys who'll be like, you know, we're gonna have the number one defense in the league. No, I mean, it's well, case in point, Bar will be back. Yep. Kendricks is finally, you know, like back, and then we actually have some veterans corners who, you know. I mean, granted, Patrick Peterson isn't the same Pat P he was five, six years ago, but even if he's still 75%, that's better than what we had last year, you know? And then also, you know, guys like Rashad Breeland, who, yeah, he sounds like he's kind of struggled a little bit there, but then you bring back guys like Mac, Sheldon Richardson, you know? You get Daniel Hunter back. Harrison Smith is still a dog. Xavier Woods is a, you know, actual veteran in the league too i mean like i say just because it's different doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be worse or you know at the very least we have that veteran presence that can help develop the youth because the problem that i noticed with last year is we basically again you know with remember no training camp no preseason none of that we literally started pretty much half of our defense was rookies yeah like, literally, basically, here you go. Try to stop uh, Devontae Adams. Try to stop Allen Robinson. Try to stop, you know, Larry Fitzgerald. You know, guys like that. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you expect you just basically throw them all to the wolves with no help or no preseason or training. Because at least with this year, they, you know, even though there was trial by fire and the whole Jeff 
Gladney's situation, which I'm not going to get into there, but it's like Cam Dantzler has shown that he can, you know, in a couple of years here, he can be that guy eventually for us. And you bring back guys who are familiar with the system too, you know. So, I mean, at the very least, it will improve. Now, will it be top 10? Again, as a Vikings fan, I'm always erring on the side of caution. I'm always one of those, I'll, you know, believe it when I see it. But there's no reason this defense can't be a top 10 defense. Now, will they? That's a different question. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I I think it's definitely made significant improvements. Um, Daniil Hunter being back is obviously humongous, too. Uh, He's probably the most important player on the defensive line, and just getting after the quarterback will be big for them. I think Cam Dantzler has a hell of a future. Um, and there's, you know, other other players too that have stepped up. And yeah, I, I think it's I think it's improved. I think it's gonna be better. I just have trepidations that it can now, be um it can it can be something that's top ten again. Now, quick question for you. Who's the other starter? Is it Steven Weatherly that they're penciling in yes. as the other defensive end for this preseason game? Okay. I'll be interested. Weatherly, Wanham, I think are the two main guys. All righty. Yeah, because well, Wanham has one of my favorite plays of last year. <laughs> but anyway, remember that. Uh, oh yeah, he, at the had, end of the game? that's right against Rodgers. He did. Mm-hmm. He absolutely did. Um, yeah, I, I think this defense can cook, man. I'm, I'm, I, I think it's gonna be better. I just, I have trepidations that it just returns it to being being the shutdown uh, unit it was with Zimmer. But it's definitely improved, and and they need yeah. it. You know, they, they, they def, Judge says they need it to be top ten, and I, I agree in that assessment. They do need it to be top ten if they're probably gonna be. Yeah, especially with the, the whole offensive line issues. We don't know how long it's going to be before we have guys like Derisaw or Davis or who even knows who we're going to have, you know? I mean, so if we can at least have one side of the ball, you know, be no worries, you know, if we can have that defense being at that level, you know, they can carry us to a couple of victories if need be, you know? So it's just, you know, a matter of can we do it? Yeah, you know? I agree. Uh, I ask every listener that comes on the show just for a for a win total. I know I teased it up earlier, so I'm curious with, with what you think, Jake, with this defense. Uh, obviously, having a lot of patchwork and making improvements. I know the offensive line is this biggest question mark here. We probably even knocked off a win or two uh, in the last week and a half, just considering how the line is looking and shaking out. But how many wins do you have for the Vikings this year in 2021? Well, going into preseason, I predict ten and seven. Okay. If I were a betting man, as a like I say, as of now, 10 and 7, because, well, again, like with those issues there with the offensive line and all that stuff being where it's at, and the defense, I still got to see how all the pieces work together there. Not, I mean, I have a feeling our offense will be fine. Mm-hmm. If worst comes to worst, we could always rely on maybe a little bit more gadgetry, you know, with like Nwongu, and I've seen Dalvin Cook do a little bit of like Wildcat and stuff like that, too. So, at the very least, you know, try to get a little bit of pressure off Cousins and, you know, or Browning or whoever the quarterback is, you know, because, well, <laughs> I don't think we need to go back over that. But anyway, you know, so basically we have weapons there that we can use for, you know, various points and various times in the season if we need to. So I'm not too worried about that. It's just like I say, with the offensive line, can Kirk Cousins have enough time to, at the very least, Get it to like a Dalvin Cook. Get it to one of our receivers, whether it be, you know, Thielen or Jefferson or whoever, you know. It's like, will we be able to at least give them a couple of seconds to make that decision? And then can our defense go up against guys like, you know, Devontae Adams and 
Allen Robinsons and, you know, I mean, I know that, you know, I'm trying to think of some other big receivers. I know we're probably playing a few more big receivers because we have the fifth hardest schedule, too, which never does us any favors either. But with that being said, though, this team actually gives me a little bit of hope. If I dare say that any Vikings team can give me hope, but it's just like, again, with all the additions we have, with all the overall, you know, just basically the overall additions, just actually having the preseason and the training camp to get everyone gelling together, Yep, which will be huge because, again, you know, the camaraderie and have everybody on the same page, you know. So, but yeah, if I had to bet, I'd say 10 and 7 at this point. I think ten and sevens, yeah, probably the safe assumption. I, I had him at eleven and six uh, going into training camp. I figured with I figured Darisaw and Wyatt Davis would be ready to roll, and now with that line kind of shaking out the way it is, I think ten wins is probably now the ceiling. Uh, I thought eleven or twelve could be it if if Darisaw and Davis were going to be the guys and and be who they we thought they were going to be. Now I haven't knocked down a win or two, uh, but I, I think ten wins and flirting with the NFC North is abs- absolutely a possibility. There's really no reason why. Uh, the Vikings mm-hmm. should not uh, should not flirt with the uh, division lead. I noticed you got a Randy Moss jersey above you over your one shoulder. Yep. What's the wild one? Oh, the wild is actually a custom made that I had from a okay shopgoodwill dot com. Nice man. And not shop goodwill. I mean, uh, bu- 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 cool hockey. Okay. They're based out of Toronto, and nice man. I'm like I'm actually pretty well. I'm a pseudo big hockey fan. Like I kind of really ramped up NHL fandom probably about four or five seasons ago. Nice. And all that stuff. So, but yeah, I even have the reverse retro from the wild last season, which that'll be another interesting team to watch this year with, you know, Parise and Sudergon. But again, this is a Viking stream, not a (laughs) (laughs) wild stream, but yeah, no, it's just like, yeah. And also over here too, you got more. Like, like one of my big Vikings jersey right there. Yep. That was actually the one I went to when Jared Allen came oh so close to breaking the sack record That's in 2011. Right. Yes, when he was just purposely trying to get after the quarterback and avoiding trying to tackle a running back or anything. He wanted that sack record so bad. It was pretty hilarious. Yeah, I know. That was crazy. And one last thing, too, is I actually have this pendant right here. Yeah. That was the last. I actually went to the last game at the Metronome. Nice. Against the Lions in 2013. In fact, this year, I'll be going to my first ever game at U.S. Bank Stadium, ironically enough, against the Lions. Absolutely. Hopefully should be a win. But like I say, though, it'll be interesting to see just how they do and like the NFC North in general does this year. Because there's a lot of question marks still Mm -hmm. throughout the whole division. I agree. I agree. Yeah, U.S. Bank's going to be a fun time, man. I'm excited for you. It, it gets loud. Uh, it, it's a raucous environment. You know, God willing, it sounds like fans are going to be back here, so it looks like it'll be back to full strength. I hope and, so. And uh, that's one of the best home field advantages in the NFL, so you're going to have a blast. I can't wait for you to uh, for you to head out there. Uh, Jake, before we wrap, is there any uh, person or anyone you want to shout out here in, in the last 60 seconds before we wrap up on Vikings Ventline? Well, basically just, you know, Shout out to all my family and friends out there, like all my, you know, especially the Vikings fans among us, you know. (laughs) Like I say, this is actually really kind of an exciting thing for me because I actually just recently went back to college for sports marketing and media. Nice, dude. And, uh, yeah, like I say, had some stuff happen with my last college and all that stuff too. But now that I'm kind of back in and stuff like that, it's always just kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, 
going into something like this again because, you know, obviously I love the Minnesota Vikings, even though they find new ways to hurt us. But (laughs) so, yeah. Nice. What are you uh, looking to do in in sports? Is there an angle? Is it is it do you want to do on air or podcasting? Do you want to do behind the scenes? Do you want to do sales? What are you looking to do in sports? Probably. I I mean, granted, like I it kind of changes. But for now. I mean, the podcasting is really kind of cool. It's just, I mean, like I say, there's a lot of, you know, yeah. Vikings podcasters and stuff like that, too, which, in my opinion, is nice because it just seems like, especially with the lack of media, really giving the Vikings attention, unless it's either a dumpster fire or, you know, what happened two weeks ago. But, <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of nice to actually be able to, like, because I'm not just a Vikings fan, but I love watching the NFL and all that stuff, too. Just because, well, it's a very fun game to watch, and it's a very interesting game to kind of see how everything changes. And plus, it's a lot less stressful when I'm not watching the Vikings and having to pound like a 10-pack of these during the game. (laughs) Yeah, Surly Furious can definitely help you out there. Um, yeah. yeah, man. The NFL's king, dude. The NFL's king. It's it's the best day. Sundays is the best day of the week when it's football season, so I feel you on Mm -hmm. that. I hear you. Uh, Jake, thank you so much for coming on Vikings Vent Line, man. Appreciate you supporting Purple Daily. Um, if anyone wants to come on a future episode of Vikings Vent Line, shoot me an email. It's been scrolling across the bottom of the screen for our video audience. VikingsVentLine at gmail.com. I will gladly put you in queue. We'll be back later on Sunday evening for a After Dark edition, uh, after dark edition and then also we'll be back with Mackie and Judd full strength uh, this next week as well as preseason and training camp continues on. In the meantime, thank you for listening. Hit that subscribe button. And we'll be back tomorrow.